Now establishing data link. Accessing. Hello and welcome to this week's Make It So, the Star Trek podcast. I'm Richard Smith. And I'm Mike Dawson. This week we're having our discussion of the best baddies of Star Trek. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> why do I always do that? After I don't know. I love, those I, don't know I love those moments. I love those moments after we introduce the show and then there's yeah. a pause. We do it on movies you should see as well. It's like this week we're discussing different models of tricorder. Ooh. No, we're not. We're going to do best <clears throat> baddies. Um, Who's your favourite baddie, Mike? When we get to the tricorder episode, can we like stop this? <laughs> yeah, when we're talking about tricorders for an entire episode, then I think we'll... it's time to sort of you know maybe wrap up this podcast altogether. When we yeah, get to that point. I think that's a few thousand episodes off yet, so we're okay for the moment. Certainly. Um, Right, okay. Well, you've got a lot to pick from. <laughs> you've got an awful lot to pick from. Um, Star Trek in you? itself nearly had a baddie per episode, but not quite. Quite a few recurring ones, but in some cases, for mo- especially more of the insular episodes, and especially in the original series, there would be a new baddie every week. Yeah. Well, so, it was Monster of the Week by the third series, wasn't it, of Star Trek, the original series. That's just uh, the it. Third, the third series is notoriously bad um, for the original series because it didn't have any of the, or very little of the social commentary that was going on in the earlier seasons. So they kind of like, yeah, it just got to, ooh, what can we create this week? Um, something that sucks out the salt in people's bodies? Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, that was a good week? one. That was a good one. That was the one where it's the Dr. McCoy's wife, isn't it? Or is an old girlfriend. Old, old girlfriend, flame. I think, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. yeah a weird hairy thing as well that eats yeah. salt. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Um, I, w- I was watching Captain Kirk fight the Gorn monster the other day. That oh, was yeah. quite good. The one where he's on, on the planet Street. on his own. Yeah. Uh, yeah, quite a famous scene. No, I won't kill you. Kill him. <laughs> That's what you've been waiting for. We didn't watch this to watch you not kill him. Kill him. <laughs> oh well. But he was very oh, well. good in making a little hand cannon with some bamboo and and chemicals he found. And yeah, stuff that like is that. quite quite a famous one. The gone is a bit shit though. It was very slow, them, wasn't it? Yeah. Most of the monsters are a bit shit in the original series though, really. That's I still love them, though, in a kind of pantomime sort of way. Yeah. It's almost like watching theatre, isn't it, watching the original series? You know, you've got to sort of, like, dispel a lot of things about it, so you kind of accept the camp acting and and everything else that goes with it, just as well as you accept anything within 60s television, I suppose. I suppose, yeah. I take it that the baddies are more... Uh, I look at it and think, hmm, they're representing a monster there with yeah. that man under that blanket. Exactly. And I, it I represents it and... a threat rather than actualizes it in some kind of, I don't know, existential nonsense. Um, they got a lot better that. once they got onto the animated series because obviously you can draw whatever you want. Oh, God, the animated series. We haven't even touched on that yet, have we? No, it's out on um, DVD soon. To be honest, I don't know a great deal about it. I've seen I a few watched... of them. Yeah, I watched most of them when I was quite young. Um, can't remember that much about them. I can remember one... Um, all I can remember is one moment where they go into this crazy place where it's um, 
like the space equivalent of the Bermuda, the Bermuda Triangle, and there's loads of lost, famous ships in there, um, and the Enterprise has been sucked into it as well, and they've got to get out of there. Um, and in that episode, they, uh, they uh, Scott Scotty says, "Oh, look, it's the such and such ship. It was the first ship with warp speed," and, and it's just like, yeah, the cartoons really didn't have anything to do with the continuity i mean the continuity is awful but the cartoons in particular no one ever took anything from the animated series because yeah. everyone now knows <clears throat> what the first warp drive ship looked like but um there was a, but, yeah. a tribbles episode on the animated series oh i don't remember that yeah it was a what they did was they changed so that rather than just breed and multiply they ate a great deal and got bigger but then they found mm. out that the giant tribbles actually contained hundreds of little tribbles and they popped open. Right. So I suppose in the end it was very much like the first one. Right. But, yeah, what were we talking about again? Villains. Villains. Um, can you include... We got to tribbles there. Yeah, can you include the tribbles as villains? Sort well, of. Sort of. There's no malice in there, is there, really? No. Um, yeah, not a lot of malice in some of the monsters, though. I remember there was one where there was it was a cloud that sucked people's blood out or something like that on one episode, and there was a, a young ensign who froze, and uh, yeah, that was that was quite a good one for the original series. But um, not I can't really remember many of the villains from the original series. I know that there was an awful lot of them, though. Um, obviously, there was um, what's his name? Fucking hell, the Klingons, the ones who come back up in DS Nine every now and then. Um, oh, you've confused like, me now. Well, there were three like big Klingon captains in the original series who all... Um, one of them played uh, the original Baltar in the original um, Battlestar Galactica as well. And he later popped up in Deep Space Nine and in Next Gen. And, uh, well, no, no, just in DS9, sorry, and was quite a reoccurring character and then eventually got killed at the end of ser in, in Series 7 at one point in a glorious battle. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, but he can't be counted as a villain because he became a hero and he was, he was always kind of a surly, sarcastic kind of character as well. So not, we don't count him in the villains category. I suppose if you're going to go for the original series, you've really got to go for the villains in the movies. Hang um, on, we do have Khan. We do have Khan. Um, now, that's that's a good contender for top villain. A very good contender for top villain. I'd say so. I mean, he, yeah. he got closer than most other people did. The aim yeah. being to kill Kirk and the Enterprise and all its crew. And and he did he did ever so, ever so well, bless him. He did very well. Um, he, he fucked them up right in the middle, and he nearly fucked them right at the end. And it was only because Spock had to sacrifice his life temporarily yep. um, well yeah <laughs> um in order for them to escape that was one of the brilliant bits of, of star trek 2 as well when they they just shoot out and just as they're aligned explodes and the nebula is destroyed simultaneously and the genesis planet is born that was amazing um it's like my last breath i spit at thee i think you they know, won an pure... oscar for something on that one <laughs> yeah I a, a special they, effects or a sound effect, so, yeah, something they, like that. Star Trek won a few like special effects ones over the years. Um, I know, I think First Contact got nominated for makeup or something like that. I think it won for makeup. It might have done. Each um, Borg was different. Yeah. So, well, I still can't get over that. That's ever so good. Mm -hmm. But I suppose actually it just takes drawing a picture of a thousand Borg or whatever. 
Yeah, then it's just, just a lot of graft, really, not necessarily creative. Yeah. Um, oh, well. Oh, so, well. So, should we... I could go with Khan as the best baddie of... Uh, well, I'll hold your horses there, Sonny Jim, because okay. you've got um, <laughs> you've got you've got to look at what they've damaged. What damage did they cause? For so for Kirk's era, I think we've got to really again go through the categories of each series and see how we go with these. Um, for Kirk's era, you sort of like you've got Khan, okay, okay. You know, he kills Spock temporarily. Yeah. Um, he, he fucks him up a bit. You know, he nearly destroys the Enterprise and everything else. Now, if you jump chapters a little bit and jump onto the to number three there, uh, you have, uh, what's his name? Ah, uh, the Klingon, Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd. Now, this is a very strong contender for top villain because he kills Kirk's son, or yep. has Kirk's son killed. Um, Quite brutally really, as well. Quite brutally. He destroys another Federation ship. Um as far as I can remember, that was well. That was one of the first ones in the movies. Certainly, of another Federation ship being destroyed. He so also he destroy- causes the Enterprise to be destroyed as well, doesn't he? Yep, exactly. Um, through well, well, Kirk does it, but you know he has to. The Enterprise has to be blown up to save them at the end. Um, and he's also got the the most spectacular death scene of any Star Trek villain out of all of them, being kicked off a thousand foot cliff into a. Of molten volcanic sea. I have had enough of you. <laughs> he goes flying down. Brilliant. And parodied so well in South Park the movie, which I loved. Of course it's it was. A, it's such an odd little reference right at the end when it's is it, it's the devil, isn't it, kicking yeah. Saddam Hussein into the uh I have had enough of you and kicks him in. It's brilliant. I never tweaked. Did you oh, not? No, no, oh, I didn't. But, no, you made time that I saw film that, better I, for me. Yeah, the first time I saw that, I pissed myself. It was just such an obscure Star Trek reference. But, you know, out of all of the Star Trek references, you know, to pick the death scene of the villain in Star Trek Three, which is not <laughs> one of the big popular ones, you know, Matt Stone, God, great stuff. The man is a genius. Um, the man is a genius. So I think he's 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 got to be on the top runnings there. Um, well, do you know what we could do? We could include sort of... Khan from the original series, and then the Christopher Lloyd Klingon from the movies. Yeah. If you like. Assuming that we're not going to go for General Chang in Star Trek VI, but he doesn't destroy an Enterprise. He doesn't do a lot of damage either, you know. I mean, he has Kirk and, you know, he, he he's, you know, he's a bit of a weaselly sort of behind-the-scenes Klingon, really, isn't he? He only sort of gets yeah. his teeth into... A bit of battle at the last, the last sequence, and he's just quoting the Bard far too much. And you would give real money if he'd shut up. Um, he does smash really... up the Enterprise a fair bit, but again, no not serious destruction. Not as much as no, not, not as, much as, as much as Khan. No main character no. death. No, you know, would have been a bit of a downer for the last one. And they kill him with one torpedo. Yeah, what is that about? No, you haven't, you haven't ever seen him blow up a ship with one torpedo, but his, exactly. his straight away. He didn't have to detonate an almighty Genesis device and invert an entire nebula or get kicked off a thousand-foot cliff into a sea of volcan- volcanic lava. No. You know, uh, I mean, you've got to look at the death, se- death sequences versus the death sequences. The shittest villain in the Star Trek movies has to go to the fucking god creature or whatever it was on Star Trek V. That was rubbish. Oh, yeah. Awful. That, and it got nowhere. Yeah. 
Killed no one, no got one. no starship. Um, it killed Cyborg, didn't it? Which was altogether a good thing. Oh, that's um, very true. Yes. Cyborg. Yeah. Hmm. Cyborg. That half crappy Vulcan we really didn't give a shit about. He looked nothing like Spock. I tell um, you what, Mark was Leonard a... for that, rather. Yeah. God, what an awful character. Yeah. Just suddenly Spock has a half brother. Yeah. That's never come up in the last 30 years. But today he does. And he's there. Quite convenient. Yeah. Oh, well. And um, he's an emotional Vulcan. Ooh. Yes. He's half man, half human, half Vulcan, like Spock, yeah. but human. See, that was what happened when they pitched it, when uh, Bill Shatner said, look, this is what's going to happen in the film, and it's going to be Spock's half-brother. And all the execs not wanting to offend uh, Bill Shatner's convictions and all went, ooh, in that fake way. And they then, must uh, have done. And then they said, yeah, let's do that. That'll be a good idea. It's a really good idea, Bill. Let's do that. Better than the whales. Yeah, better than the whales. Oh, and we'll we'll have a scene where Nichelle Nichols is naked, but Bill isn't. Isn't she in her sixties now? Yeah, it'll be great. We'll do it in silhouette. Ah, <laughs> uh, what yeah. was that about? Yeah, and that. Oh my God, you just reminded me. Have you ever heard? Um, I used to be very well. I used to love my. I still do love my Star Trek soundtracks. Um, and I remember getting the Star Trek Five soundtrack out from the library. The Milton Keynes <laughs> Public Library when I was very young and when you used to get CDs out on, on loan from the library when that first started happening. And I got the Star Trek V soundtrack out and on that is the proper pop version of that song she's singing while she's doing the uh, doing the dance. Any good? And, uh, no. 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 Didn't need to ask, Of course really. not. No, you didn't. Uh, it's a Star Trek song. Rarely is no, there good music good. connected with Star Trek in the vocal sense. No. Rarely is there good music connected to it in any sense, apart from when James Horner's around and debatably Jerry Goldsmith. Oh, just they, like um, Leonard Nimoy's version of Bilbo Baggins. Oh, yeah. Or, or, or the, any uh, of his many albums. The Tambourine Man is always a good one from Mr. Mr. Shatner there as well. That's oh, my, my favourite's Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds. Oh, yeah. I think it could. We could argue that music by Star Trek stars is the worst evil of Star Trek. Yeah. In this this episode, where we're talking about baddies, listen to a about Shatner villains. album. Oh yeah, are we talking maybe Bill Shatner's vocals, worst villain. Yeah, quite possibly. Uh, or or is that's kind of by that's by proxy though. We're kind of we're, you know we're off on somewhere else there. We're not really getting to the nub of the matter here. We need to move on to next gen, don't we? We we, we do. Uh, I mean, what, what else have we got in the start in the original series? That's really it, isn't it? We've got um, Khan for the original series, and we've got yeah. we've got Christopher Lloyd Klingon for the movies. Yeah. So time okay. for next gen. Next gen. You see um, now the clear choice is the Borg. The Borg. The Borg. Right. Problem is, in they they don't they're not individuals. So we can't have any individual villain. So you're talking about a villain race, as okay. it were, which kind of falls out of the category we're talking about. If we're going to go for an individual villain within the Borg, it has to be either, um, well, no, that's it. it's just got to be the Borg Queen, really, hasn't it? Well, then, the problem is, if we use her now, we've got no one for Voyager. Yeah, so we can't really use her. Um, and... 
I don't really want to use her because I don't think she was that good a villain. No, I think if you're going to use the Borg, you've got to use the collective. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I, I don't think she's that good a villain. Um, if I'm going to be honest, right, from next gen, um, the creature on the planet where the, um, who kills Tashi Yar was that a That is a good villain, baddie, you know. He's a good valet. Uh, I, I just love it when he starts, he, he first uh, rises from the uh, the dark sort of oily slime and um, Riker, uh, Riker's on the uh, communicator with Picard and Picard's like, what is it, Will? What do you see? Trouble. <laughs> just like, yeah. How do you know, Will? He might be a really nice guy. The fact oh, that he, he looks knows. like a shit scary oil creature, um, you know, doesn't mean that he doesn't have a heart of gold deep down. No, he knows. On face value. He knows. He's Will Riker. He knows. Yeah, well, he was right. He, the, the guy was a cunt. I mean, there's no two ways about it. Um, but he's a good villain because he's just... He's nasty. He was really nasty, wasn't he? And, it, of course, he killed a main character. That, the the that, only yeah. main character to get killed in Next Gen. So... You see, you know, yeah. He, I think fair dues. You straight away up at the top there, aren't you? Just for that alone. Just for that point scoring there. And, yeah, he's nasty. He's a bit evil. Um, he's twisted. He's actually slightly complicated because he's been left there and he was abandoned on that planet by other people before, which is what sort of made him into what he is today. So he wasn't just a completely faceless, although he was literally faceless villain. Um, <laughs> just realised what I was doing there. Those um, oil monsters all look the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking, he wasn't a faceless villain. He wasn't a faceless villain, but he was a um, faceless man, as it were. Yes. Uh, and so, yeah, he's got yeah, he's got the complexity. He's got um, killing the main character, and he's got the fact that he's just a nasty bastard, really down deep down inside. So, I think he's got to be uh, a forefront runner. What else? Who else in next gen? Well, I don't know now. You see, once you've got that kill the main cast member you, you're pretty much up there because no one else ever did i would my first instinct to say well q but can q really be seen as a baddie q was a baddie for the first like for encounter far point q was definitely a baddie um and in the second episode he was in where he made Riker a member of the q he was a he was a baddie. Um, oh, in... he, he was beginning to become entertaining in that one. I I did just happen to watch that one the other day. Actually, I'm on this two of the series one box, ah, and right. it's on there. And he he's starting to be he is very serious a character in, in Encounter at Farpoint. Uh, but by the time you get to this one, he's becoming the sort of jocular cue that you you grow to love throughout the series. Right, okay. So it's only Encounter at Far Point where he's really a villain. He's In this one, he's more trouble. Yeah. You see. Uh, no later, later of the human becomes, race. It's after the, they make him human for the episode in Deja Q, wasn't it? And then they realise what a really hilarious character he could be. Exactly. And then they sort of... They, you know, then there was the one where he makes sends them all to Sherwood Forest, and then there was the... Uh, um, the ones in series six and then obviously there was the very end of all good things and stuff where he got a little bit of the darkness back but not not nearly enough he was still jovial q hang on like you know, know there was something about that on the forum i'm just gonna that? i'm actually gonna go into it and find it now just bear okay. with me a second because 
it related to what we were what we were talking about last week when I was saying about uh, human beings becoming as powerful as the Q. Mm. And where is it? Uh, Simon Denson on the forum had gone and uh, put his thoughts about it and this quote that related to it was humans as villains my only problem with the idea that humans have evolved to the point where they are a threat to the Q is that the Q are humans if you remember the last episode of Next Gen then you'll remember the scene where after Picard has figured out the whole backwards time malarkey he asks Q what he's really up to Q leans forward and seems about to tell him but he just smiles wryly I always took this to mean that the Q has slowly been manipulating humanity's intellectual evolution and Picard finally beginning to think beyond simple linear concepts is the start of man's final evolution into the queue. All right. And that really impressed me. I thought that was awesome. That is a very good little take on it. Yeah, I've never really thought about that. This is it. This is my way in. We need to do a, a treatment script and get it off to Paramount and mm -hmm. say, look, we have got the future for you here. Yep. We can save your franchise. This is it. Get JJ on it. Yeah, get JJ on it. Be awesome. Our Star Trek <laughs> series, that's what we need. That's what we need. <laughs> so, no, I don't think you can really be a big baddie, certainly not as much as the Borg. So I'm no. happy to make the big oil slick monster the baddie for this one. Well, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think throughout the series what, what else there was. I oh, mean, Professor Moriarty, the the hologram. Oh, he was rubbish. He was a hologram for starters. Did take control of the Enterprise. Did that's not hard. Um, it did I mean, happen every other fortnight, didn't it? It did happen on a regular basis. Um, I'm trying to think because, like in series four, there's not really many villains per se. Um, series. Two. Oh, oh, now here was a good one. Um, when they, it's, a, it's an early series two episode. Yeah. Um, it was one of the darker episodes where they end up going into a, like a cloud or a nebula or something. And it's actually a sentient being. And it decides to completely fuck with um, everyone on board's head. Yes, I remember this you remember? one. They have to um, do the auto-destruct sequence. That's it, yeah. And he, he lets them go at the very end, doesn't he? The, but he, like, he kills the, the, the guy on the bridge right in front of them and they can't do anything. I think a few just people see get what, it. Yeah, just to see what death is like and then and everything. And that was it. Oh, he was going to go through and kill everyone on the crew just to understand all the different facets of death. So Picard decided to blow up the Enterprise. That was good. Because that was quite a scary one. Um, yes. Gets close to destroying the Enterprise. Gets close. Gets close. And kills um, a few crew members as well, but no main characters. Hmm. Yeah. It's still the ink block monster, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. There's plenty of them. Um, series six, was there any? I can't know. Series five was all a bit flimsy, wasn't it? There wasn't really much. Just oh, there was... Um, oh, unification. Oh, the, there the was, Romulan Tasha Yar. Yeah. She was a bit shit. Um, yeah. Only because she disappeared. The build-up to her was quite impressive because there was the episode where they um, make Geordie LaForge uh, an assassin. Um, and program him to be an assassin and oh, yes. like to kill a Klingon Chancellor. 
um, and she's in the shadows in the background and you don't know who it is and you're wondering, who's that? who is that? I recognise that voice, but I don't know who it is. And she wasn't credited at all either. And then like later on at the end of the series with Redemption Part 1, it was like the big twist at the end and she steps out of the shadows making you go, huh? And then not, not explaining it until next year. That yes. was really annoying. Um, but they did. and But then, yeah, she was in Unification and then she just disappeared. There was Lurster and Beto. They were a bit shit. Duras! Actually, Duras. hang on. Go back to Lurster and Beto because yeah. we get a sort of movie next-gen clash here because mm. it has to be fair that in Generations they are directly responsible for an Enterprise destruction. Yes. When their they bird are. of prey explodes, not as well as Khan, I don't think. No, sorry, no. the, uh, what's his name? Christopher Lloyd Klingon. Not no. as well as him, but they, they did blow up an Enterprise. Yeah, they did blow up an Enterprise. They did have a fairly good death sequence. Um, they were pretty, pretty manipulative and a fairly long-running villains. I mean, they yeah. were in Deep Space Nine briefly as well. Yeah, very started a civil started a civil war on on uh, the Klingon home world and everything. Of course, you've got their brother Duras, who oh, the, Worf the original kills him, doesn't he? Or Worf kills does. him. He yeah. was a weedy little worm. Yeah, but he kills Worf's girlfriend as well, which kind of puts him in a running for a nasty villain. Ah, so I think semi maybe main character maybe c- collectively. You could probably call them that. The House of Duras. The House of Duras, maybe. That's the... the no, I don't know. No, oil slick villain. Yeah. Tough one. Should we just stick them all in? Just stick them all in. If we, if we, like, if we build them all up and then an imaginative rumble at the end. Okay. That sort of thing. Okay. So we'll have them come rushing in unexpected with a chair and batter someone halfway through. How I'm thinking about in WWF terms now. Right. Sorry, say that last one again. How about Shinzon? Shinzon. Because we're not counting F.M. Murray or whatever his name was. The no. insurrection villain, because he was crap. He, was, he wasn't directly Enterprise or crew hostile. No. So He was kind of fucking some other people up and Enterprise got in the way a little bit. That was it. Whereas all the others are directly want to kill the Enterprise. Yeah. But Shinzon's pretty good. Because you've got the whole he's Picard thing going on and what would Picard be like if he went another way, which was, okay, that was a bit bottom-of-the-barrel sci-fi sort of idea, but it was still quite well-delivered, I thought. And and he does fuck the Enterprise up an awful lot. Yes, Kills he a does. lot of people. Got a main character death. Yeah-ish. Is, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. No, you, You've got to give yeah. him data. You've got to give him data, even, you know, B4 isn't data, even though he is Brent Spinner. Uh, but um, he is, yeah, you've got to give him the character death, so maybe he's he's up there as well, I think. We'll have him in the Rumble then. We'll, we'll have him in the Rumble then. Okay, DS9. Now, here you're onto some complex stuff, because they don't really have true villains in Deep Space Nine. They have people who fleet between being villains and heroes in within series. Golden Cat, for example who is in it from the first episode, starts out being the sort of 
Schneidy Kardashian, you don't really like him, but he, he's a bit arrogant. And but you do sort of grow to like him over the first few series because he's consistently that way. Yeah. And then he loses everything, and then he goes and starts fighting a war, a personal war with the uh, the Klingon Empire. And you do like him then, in that like in briefly in series five. And then halfway through series five, he switches sides and goes and joins the Dominion and tries to fuck up the the Alliance and everything and fuck up everyone in, in the Dominion Wars. And then at the end of series six, he gets possessed by a Parafe and becomes the emissary for the Parafe at the end. So he's got two levels of being a villain. He's also got a level of being a hero briefly as well. And he's got a level of being the sort of in-between kind of character. So he's kind of... He's interesting because he's very complex character, Goldicat, and what he does and how he interacts with everyone and his relationship with Kira and his, his yeah. rivalry with Cisco and everything else, which was very interesting to play off. So I think you've got to put him into the mix just for just for that the level of detail okay. and the fact yep. that he's probably the longest running villain as well. You know, he's in it all seven series from That's MSR, very true, right? actually. Right through to what you leave behind, so he's in he's in the whole of DS9, so he's quite a long one. Um, you've got Demar, which is a complex one as well because he starts out being a villain. He kills um, Zial, who we quite like, um, but then by the end of series seven, we really like Demar because he's like the leader of the Kardashian Rebellion. Yeah, um, you've got the whole Dominion. Yeah, you've got the shapeshifters. The shapeshifters, you know, the gem female shapeshifter. Yeah, the Vorta. The, yeah, but not individuals, really. Wayun, you can cut sort of class as a villain, but he's he's far too weak and wet to be a real good villain. Yes. He's sort of more of like the light relief villain. Um, you know, and how many times can we kill Wayun this season sort of joke was quite funny. but um, Individually, really... they're all a bit wet. Yeah. Um, in that the one. The female shapeshifter is quite a good one, and she is responsible for fucking shitloads of death. That's I very think, yeah. yeah. Ah, it's a tricky one because they've got a lot of power behind them, and they yeah. are responsible for perhaps the most death throughout DS DS Nine, and throughout Star Trek potentially. Yeah, I mean it's a it, the Dominion Wars kills hundreds of millions of people, and she is responsible for those wars. Yeah. All the founders are collectively, but she's their leader, so well, so to speak. I could give it to her. You could give it to her. I mean, the, um, the sort of, you know. <laughs> mm. Okay. That's that's my Voyager. fault for growing up in a country that works on double entendre. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Um, so um, I'm happy to award her the prize for the the, the worst baddie in Star Trek. What, in all of it? In, in, no, sorry, in DS9. In you DS9. know what else okay. has just occurred to me? As I say, the worst baddie in Star Trek. Have We've taken that to mean the baddie who did the most damage, but are they meaning the shittest baddie in Star Trek? No, we should go with the worst baddie, as in, like, the baddie that causes the most damage, I think, because we're, 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 we've done a couple of negative ones, like the worst character in Star Trek. Let's Let's keep it with... And we've touched on the worst villain, the wor the worst like as in bad crap. Um, it's got to be the god guy in Star Trek Five, really. Yes, I think or so. Maybe. And we never did maybe find out is... what he wanted with the starship. Yeah, what did he? Want? What does God want with a starship? You tell me, Bill. You tell me. 
No, um, maybe that is what he meant. Maybe that's what the, this is. Uh, sorry, this is actually a forum suggestion again from. Um, I was just looking it up actually. Yeah, Toronto Kev. Sorry, Toronto Kev. So thank you very much for that suggestion. Uh, hopefully, this is making entertaining listening. Um, and maybe we've completely done the wrong thing, and you weren't wanting to hear this at all. Never mind. Maybe we'll do that later on. It'll be chuffed. But, um, we read out his name on a podcast. Yeah, that's enough. Die happy now. It is mm. actually as as we're speaking, he's on Skype now. We could bring him on. I'm not going to, obviously, but God, that would make <laughs> his day. Yeah, we just popped up on Skype. Hey, are you Kev? You're on our show now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe one day if we could ever figure out how to do a live show of anything, I'd love to do something like that and maybe. scare the shit out of people around the world. Maybe if we had an iota of technical knowledge, really, it would it would help. There are ways we to do, do have it. an iota. There are ways to do it. They're just a little bit too expensive at the moment. Right. But they are, they are there, and I can only assume it will get cheaper or we will get more money. Well, one so, of the two. So the On worst, to Voyager. Voyager. Now, we sort of re- reserved the Borg and the Borg Queen. Mm. I think it would be a bit of a cop-out to say the entire cast of Voyager again, although I'm very tempted. Well, here's my thinking. I totally agree with you, but if we keep <laughs> doing it, then it sort of becomes a running joke, and they're good. Yeah. yeah. You see? And that means that every time we do an episode where it's the worst of something, when we get to Voyager, we just go, all the Voyager crew, and anyone yeah. who's ever been on it or near it, or even said the word Voyager. To be honest, I'm struggling to think of any, you know, Oh, there were a few sort of bad things that they had to face. I mean, there were the guys on the time ship that kept oh, there was the, the space-time continuum thing. There was the Kardashians as well, wasn't there? The um, the Kardashian woman who was actually... Who originally was a Bajora and who had yes. a thing with Chakotay and everything. And Her name has um, gone from my mind right now. Even Seska. Seska. Awesome. That, I think it was Seska, something yep, like that's that. It. And she was there with those guys, with the Umpa Lumpa baddie guys. Yeah, the Kazon. The Kazon. And, um, and she had a baby, didn't she? She had a... Yes, but it died. Baby. But yeah, that's right, they killed it. Uh, there um, are the... Do you remember the episode where they had this virus that got really big? And it was flying around the ship and there were giant virus molecule things that tried to kill Janeway. Yeah, barely. They were quite good and very nearly killed Janeway. There was Which... the crew of the Equinox as well. That was quite a little, quite a good little villain. Um, yeah. Well, the captain of the Equinox, more particularly, was quite a good little villain. Um, trying to think. Oh, I forgot from DS Nine. We've got, we've totally forgot Sloan as well. The, yeah. Uh, I, the reason why I didn't mention him was because he was more specific to troubling one particular character. Yeah. And was but never then he really... was trying to engineer a virus to kill an entire people, an entire species, wasn't he? He really never so, got close, though. He didn't... Re- well, he did. They were really, you know... It was only because Bashir was so goddamn smart. That, uh, well, actually, it wasn't, no, because they found it in... It was only... It was O'Brien who managed to get him out of uh, Sloane's mine at the end, so it was O'Brien who kind of, like, saved the day with that one. And so he did get fairly close, and he would have killed Odo as well in the process, so, you know, you've got to give him a little bit there. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, okay. a little bit. Well, back, back to Voyager. Let's, back let's, to Voyager. We'll, yeah, what the fuck? Um, 
Then, yeah, the Borg Queen, I suppose, is the main. And yeah, she kills just... January at the end, doesn't she? So Yeah, that's always good. A Captain yeah. Death. Captain Death. So that doesn't really make it particularly bad, because, you know... No, but... I suppose Gold Cat, like, can contributes to the death of Cisco as well, so... Oh, in that case, we've not, we've not even got on to Sauron, did we? Or whatever his name was from Sorry. Generations. Yeah, the, the killer of Kirk. But again... He didn't have the... There was no animosity in it. He wasn't after Kirk. No. He was just didn't want to be stopped. And he didn't directly kill Kirk. Kirk died trying to he fell. stop what he was doing. Yeah, he fell. Yeah, if bridge. Kirk had minded his own fucking business... Yeah. ...then none of it... None of it would have happened. Exactly. So uh, we, we'll have to... Stayed in the Nexus. Yep. Could have stayed there. I imagine it to be quite fun in there, to be perfectly honest with you. Exactly. So I don't know what his problem was. Maybe all that last adventure stuff. I don't it was know. a nice way of the writers to give him like 79 years of bliss before killing him off. Yes, yes. So at least they gave him that. Yeah. Um, Enterprise. Uh, Enterprise. Well, there's the time guy. The who, time guy was crap. We're going to have to yeah. say Zindi. They did lots of shit. They were excellent. Yeah, they were good. Well, no, they were, the they, one they particular were... species of the Zindi was very good. There were the aquatic Which one, the ones. bug one? Yeah, the, well, there were a couple of bug ones. I think the main ones were actually supposed to be lizard ones, and the bug ones were sort of like giant grasshoppers. So they didn't really the, talk. Didn't the lizard one look a little bit like the villains in Galaxy Quest, though? It or looked a great things? deal like the villain in Galaxy Quest, actually, <laughs> Which Mike. kind of... It dampens looked, the... Yeah, it looked lawsuit close to the villain in <laughs> Galaxy Quest, to be perfectly honest. It really did. I'm actually looking on the shelf to see if I can see Galaxy Quest to see if it was a Paramount movie. It wasn't. It was a... Oh, fuck, Universal, I think. Right. Can't remember. Oh, hang on. I'm just going to... I can see it. Just going to grab Galaxy think Quest and see whether or not the Touchstone logo on the corner. Oh, Touchstone was it? Yeah, not Paramount uh, anyway. Not Paramount. So, yeah, yeah, but no, yes. they were deceptive. So all you could just think of the whole time was, that, oh, that's the villain from the spoof of Star Trek. Isn't yeah. It? Um, yeah, they did a lot of damage. It was suffered from the fact that they all looked really shit, and they all were a bit shit. They and were far the superior one. to any special effects in the British science fiction around at the moment. They were. So I find it difficult to get at them for that. Plus... That's no... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They... I don't know. The Zindi was just a bit... Not really. Oh, I I understand. I agree. They They did kill a shitload of people, though. Exactly. The big thing that drew a big hole across the planet. Well, America. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and plus, who else are you going to pick, really? Mm-hmm. You can't think of another one. Not offhand. Not offhand, no. No. There was like the Vulcan terrorists, wasn't there? And yeah, they fuck were that. Shit. That was Vulcan um, terrorists. What's that? What's and then there was like the, the, the crazy creatures who came and helped the Nazis, and they were oh, a bit yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. That was. And then there was the creatures who were manipulating the Zindi. Who were a bit shit. They just like bopped in and out of time. So it wasn't actually the Zindi, really. It was the creatures who were. The temporal Cold War thing. 
Yeah, the whole temporal Cold War thing, which was a very good idea. Executed so badly. And not yeah, a Cold War badly. because people were actually doing stuff. Yeah, it was a hot war. There was no, it wasn't a Cold War at all. Um, <laughs> if it was a Cold War, it would just be manipulating subtly yes. behind the scenes. You but, wouldn't know about it. Exactly. Never mind. But it wasn't. Let him go. Let him go. Yeah. Um, so that that's pretty much it. So who have we got overall then? Okay. We've right. Got... Well, I think let's work backwards for a bit of fun this week. Um, so I think we can. Uh, so we're going Voyager versus Enterprise. Okay. Hmm. The Zindi versus the Borg. It's got to be the Borg. Of course it has. Of course it's it has. It's got to be the Borg. So Voyager is actually winning. Yeah. Well, that's, um, that's their first match. So now we've got to have DS9 versus Next Gen. Okay, right. Well, we've got a couple in DS9 in there, haven't we? Are we just going to take it generally series, uh, the villains encompassed within the series, or are we going to... Well, let's just throw them all out there and they can have a match. Let's throw them all out there. I should okay. be writing this down as we go. Borg Queen versus Goldacat. Borg Queen. Hmm. Borg Queen. Yeah. Definitely. Good. And, mm, yeah, okay. Okay, versus sh- shapeshifter. Female shapeshifter. Hmm. Gotta I go don't... with the shapeshifter, I think. Yeah, I, me too, because I don't think a Borg Queen could assimilate a shapeshifter. No. So I think when it got down to it, the shapeshifter would have the upper hand or the upper yeah, blob or I whatever. Agree. So the shapeshifter wins the DS9 Voyager sort mm-hmm. of thing, definitely. God, yes, the nine's a big bag of shit. Corner. Discuss. Pardon? That was Craig yelling in uh, DS9 is a big bag of shit. Discuss. Uh, he's a comedian. Yeah, he's a really hilarious guy. That was Craig Bevan, by the way, from <clears throat> Movies You Should See, um, another show of ours. It's on the website. You can listen to off simplesyndicate.com, as we say every week. Um, it's good to mix it up, though. That. I like saying it in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Every now and then. So we now okay. have Blob Woman versus. Okay, who are our next gen baddies? Oh, Blob Slime Guy. Slime Monster versus Shapeshifter. Slime Monster versus Shapeshifter. Um, I'm now, going for sla- is, Slime Monster. This is a different set, though, because this is a difficult one because you've got, like, overall amount of damage versus. Versus individual nature, and I suppose the slime monster is scarier. And the slime monster is far scarier. It can pull you in, and it can shoot you. Yeah. The blob woman is just a blob. She's just yeah. shape shifting liquid. You she know, just controls a lot of armies. Exactly. But if you put them down to it, you put them in a fight. That's what we're on here. If they were in a yeah. ring for our entertainment on pay per view, what mm. would happen? And I think oil slick monster would get it. Yeah, I think he'd, he'd, he'd win. Definitely. Unless, yeah. yeah, unless she had the whole Dominion thing and then they'd probably blow up the planet and the, the oil even monster. Got a chance. So they can go into like just... a loser's trophy. Yeah. So it's just mono a mono, really, with those two. Yeah. If it's mono a mono, then it's uh, it's oil slick monster, really, isn't it? Definitely. So okay. then we're on to movies. So that leaves us with Oil Slick Monster versus Khan versus Christopher Lloyd Klingon. Right, okay. And by that logic, I think the Oil Monster could have both of them. Yeah. So I, here's Pretty... what I propose we do. 
We have uh-huh. Oil Slick Monster as an overall winner. Yeah. And then we have, like, that loser's trophy that we put Founder's Woman into. We put Khan and Christopher Lloyd Klingon into with her. And those yeah. three have a battle for second, third, and fourth. Okay. So out of those three... Hmm. Mm. <clears throat> hmm. Khan... Who are we from movies again? Ah, the Klingon. You see, Founder's Woman would probably be destroyed in some way by either Khan or the Klingon or both. Yeah, they'd get get shot pretty quick. So she's out. She's in fourth she's place. Out. Yeah. And then we have a Klingon versus an Augment. Mm, <clears throat> tough one. Tough one. Tough one. Tempt- Although... Gone. If you're going versus, if you're going versus on a point of comparison, doesn't Khan beat the shit out of Kirk in the original series episode? I can't remember. I haven't seen it for a long time. Because the Klingon beats the shit out of Kirk as well. So just how well do they fight Kirk? You know. Well, they both nearly kill him. Whenever Kirk has a fight, it has to go to the point of nearly dead. Just yeah. for the tension. I yeah. think we're going to have to give second place to Christopher Lloyd Klingon because he blew up the Enterprise, sort of. Yeah, I think he blew up the Enterprise. And, I mean, end of Star Trek Three is the closest Kirk gets to death. The entire planet is blowing up around him and that Christopher Lloyd is still giving him a pummeling, you know. Yeah. And, you know, and Kirk gives him his hand to pull him up and he trips him up. And Kirk has to actually resort to, you know, properly actually killing him rather than, you know, killing him because he has to. He kills him because he's really fucking annoyed him, to be perfectly honest. He's killed his son. He's fucking with his people. He's made him blow up his ship. He's, uh, he's, he's still trying to fucking kill him at the end. Yeah, he just yep. wants to give him a good, good kick in. That's it. Good kick in. Yeah, spectacular. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Oil Slip Monster, so, Christopher Lloyd Klingon, Khan, and the Founder Woman. Founder. Excellent. I wonder if she has There's a, a bit name. of a bias in this show, isn't there, really? <laughs> We're a bit biased. Yeah, we ways. like what we like, but... Yeah. You know, so do we Fuck all. That's how it so works. So do we all, exactly. That's how it works. Let's wrap this one up, then. I want to okay. just... Let's talk briefly. Tristan will be coming back. Mm-hmm. I know we did like one episode with Tristan and then it's just been the two of us for the last four weeks. To be fair, he is in Q8. Yes. It's a little difficult it to is. do a podcast in Q8. But he'll be back um, probably for the next one. I think. Excellent. Yeah. He's back here on Thursday anyway, so he'll, he'll oh, be yeah. back in so time. Hopefully he'll be back So on we've got week. that. Second of all, if you like the show... Please go ahead and vote for us on Podcast Alley, if mm-hmm. you like, or write a review of us on iTunes. We're actually doing very well on iTunes at the moment. We're yes, in we the, the 40s, the 40s of the top 100. Or tell a friend, or yeah. post something, or I don't know, all sorts Join of the forums. Join tell the forums. You if you go to our website, simplysyndicated.com slash make it so, you can get 
links through to other stuff. You've got our forums, which are actually starting to get quite good, I think. I've been reading through tonight, and I need to get in there and have a good blast, but they're getting very good at the moment. Uh, And also, when fun new things appear, they'll be on that page. So it's worth sort of bookmarking that page and checking back every so often just to see what's happening yeah, and stuff like that. Um, and you can vote for us on Podcast Alley there. There's a little box for your email address. You can even listen to the show on there with a flash player. It's amazing. Excellent. It's amazing. Excellent. And also check out our other podcast, Movies You Should See, with me and Mike and three other crazy people, which you can find on our website at Simply Syndicated. Is that everything? Oh, well, contact us, make it so, at simplysyndicated.com. We'd love to hear from you. Smash him. Okay, thanks for uh, tuning in this week. We'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. Good night. Uh, Good night.